0: Hey everybody, c here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is about to throw a rock at this lawnmower or whatever is going on outside. Because I start recording things and someone starts doing yard work. It happens every single freaking time and it's driving me nuts. (laughs) But I wanted to record this intro because I don't want to wait to do it. So whatever, you're just going to experience this with me. Uh, It's going to be a short intro, so don't worry about it. And I think they're going the other direction, so that sounds great. Uh, Today I just wanted to talk about why dopamine exists uh, to kind of just rehash for you guys in an official episode, like why I do this show, why it's so important to me, why it's important to talk about mental health and how it helps me and really what are the goals of the show, uh, namely being therapy for me, but also helping others indirectly and all of that stuff. I tell you a little bit about my past um, when I discovered that I had mental health issues, uh, social issues, things like that. So, uh, there's a lot to break down here. It's a good, twenty-two minutes, um, but it's good fun and uh, not no lawnmowers until the end, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but uh, pull up a chair, relax, grab a drink, hang out. It's Friday night on dopamine. Drums, please. <laughs> No, just, yes. 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 south, just, yes. yes. south, just, yes. yes. right, yes. right, 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 Hey, guys. So uh, real quick, before we get into the topic, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, I appreciate your loyalty and the fact that this has become a show that is gaining ground on the charts. And I want to be able to make this something that I could do for a living. So I'm trying to figure out a way to connect with affiliates and sponsors. And if you have a product or service that you'd like to connect with, connect with people who are uh, on a personal development journey, particularly creative people, and want to push your product Towards them. Uh, let's talk about it. Hit me up at dopaminepodcast at gmail.com or send me a voice message here on Anchor and let's get to talking. And now, on to the topic. Listen to the 48 Hours Podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours, wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. Because 54% of Black Americans don't have enough savings to retire. So in collaboration with big name artists like Wyclef Jean, TIAA released Paper Right, new music inspiring a new financial future. With 100% of streaming sales going to a nonprofit that teaches students how to invest. Stream Paper Right now and help close the gap. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about why I do this podcast to begin with and and why if you're going to start a podcast, like why would you make one? And um, or I don't know, really, why you do anything, why you do anything creative. Um, but I'm going to talk about it from me and my perspective and in relation to this podcast in particular, because um, I don't know that I've dedicated an episode to it. And for the most part, I've, I've just kind of sporadically talked about why I do this podcast and why dopamine exists and why I talk about the topics that I talk about. So, and also I'm kind of struggling to think of things that I feel like talking about these days. So I also need kind of a personal pick me up because I'm, I'm making some adjustments in terms of my focus and energy. I've been spending all day working on logo uh, logo client stuff and, you know, thinking about having to do this podcast is I kind of fell behind a little bit. So it feels, uh, difficult to, to catch up. And, uh, though it doesn't really take that much time, it honestly takes 20 minutes to record an episode. It's, you know, thinking about the topic and then feeling like doing it and all that stuff. So, but I know this weekend I'm going to spend some time to record some episodes and kind of get caught up. So anyway, I'm, I'm rambling on. Um, for the most part, I started this podcast last year around July of 2017 because I heard about Anchor from Gary Vee. And uh, I just wanted to test it. I wanted to test it as something that I could get involved in to use my voice and just kind of talk on my way to work or you know, at my lunch break or, I don't know, find a way to connect with people, see if it was something that resonated. Um, I was already doing a podcast before. I was doing something called Zero Laugh Track, which was a comedy-focused podcast. Think think like The Daily Show in audio form, essentially. And um, that was fun but it took a couple days to produce an episode and it really took a lot of focus. It might be something that I pursue again in the future, but right now I'm just, I'm busy. I've got dopamine. I've got C notes, media madness. I've got uh logo clients. I've got potentially a job in the works right now. Uh, I got a lot of things, uh, on my plate. So maybe in the future I'll get back to that, but I started this podcast around July of 2017 and it wasn't dopamine at the moment. It was called C notes, audio, extravaganza or something like that. I just kind of picked a general name because I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to talk about yet. I was talking about things going on in life. I was slowly opening up about my mental health because I had connected with other people who were openly talking about it as well and kind of gave me the bravery and the strength to start talking about it openly because it was something that I was dealing with day to day. But I was also talking about uh, business and media and how to connect with people on social media and get clients and uh, make important video decisions and photography decisions and stuff like that. So I was talking about all sorts of different things and uh, people liked it. You know, started to resonate with with people. It wasn't really until around January of this year when I had gone through so much stuff. I like I stopped. I stopped podcasting for a little while um, because I was literally moving across the country and I had recorded a couple episodes while I was on the road, but. I just had so much going on that I, I wasn't too focused on it. And, uh, around January, I decided that I wanted to focus more specifically on mental health and anchor 3.0 came out and I was really excited about the tools that were available in anchor, uh, to create podcasts a little bit quicker. I had the idea to use a certain theme song and I was using that for a little while and started to slowly build the brand and the idea organically I asked people about ideas for podcast names and um, I had thought about the word dopamine just using like dope D O P E. And I thought it was pretty cool. So I started to do that and play with graphics and it was kind of inspired by like Luke Cage and, and soul music, which I loved from cause I'm from Philly and we have a lot of great Philly soul and um, Motown and all that stuff. So I really wanted to infuse like that kind of feeling and, that aspect of me and my personality that I had don't really show to the forefront, uh, that I love hip hop music and some aspects of that and soul music and Motown and all of that. So I wanted to bring that into the visual brand, but then continue to have a place to talk about mental health and specifically start to help entrepreneurs and creatives to not feel so alone because I had experienced that. And there was a quote that I saw that I heard today. Uh, I don't know if it was a quote, but it was something that, um, that somebody mentioned to like be the self that you would want your younger self to look up to or to have as a mentor or create stuff that you would want your younger self to see. And that's kind of the way that I started to approach it. I started to think about all of this mental health discussion mixed with talking about business, but talking about uh, common workplace stuff and relationships and all this stuff because I didn't have anything to turn to. I had maybe some books, some self-help things. I didn't fully know what was going on with me. Um, I just felt, I've always felt out of place. I never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I could easily integrate into society. I always felt like I was a standout in a negative way. And it was really frustrating, especially when I was doing stuff uh, for like businesses or I had to do a nine to five job of some kind. I was finding myself trapped and feeling bored and feeling like I can't, really do this day to day, or I can't hide my emotions or I can't, um, I can't function at this high altitude of functioning that people want me to all the time or to put on a smile or to not say what I mean, you know? Uh, and, and that's been frustrating, especially when it comes to like client work and stuff. I've mentioned this in my past. Like my dad is very much like a, like a people person and he's a sales guy and he's really great at that stuff and getting out there. And I certainly developed some skills because of his influence, but me as a natural introvert and a person that doesn't do well naturally with relationships, again, that's a skill that I've been developing a little bit when it comes to checking in with people and building client relationships and stuff. But I'm like, I'm terrible at relationship maintenance, even when it comes to personal relationships or professional ones or business uh, uh, in terms of having a job and coworkers and stuff like that. I'm really bad at checking in with people. Like I genuinely don't care. (laughs) And it's not a, it's not an insult to people. It's just like, it's not what I'm thinking about. It's not at the forefront. I have to take a lot of effort to ask someone about their kids or something. Cause I'm, I'm not thinking about it. I don't really care. Uh, so, but it's a skill that I've been trying to develop and learn over time. So that stuff that I talk about, not only with my personality type as an INTP, but I talk about that in relation to my mental health and how I've had plenty of poor mental health days going into work and just hiding behind the computer and hoping nobody comes and asks me for anything. And, really just feeling like death and I don't want to be there. I don't want to exist. I don't want to deal with any of this stuff and feeling like I can't ask for a day off because it's not recognized as being sick. And, um, you know, really over time is where I started to learn that I can take control of that. Literally. I just had an interview yesterday to do some freelance work and, you know, we immediately off the bat, not off the bat, but like at some point in the conversation, started talking to, uh, starting started speaking about mental health and my podcast and how this is a real part of my life. And apparently the CEO of that company is really uh, an advocate for mental health. So it seems like a really good fit, um, which I'm really excited about. But understanding that and implementing that in day-to-day life is a challenge still. Even though society, there are a lot of businesses who are aware of it and catering to it and giving you the opportunity to take care of yourself. First and foremost, there are still certain expectations. You still have to meet quotas. You still have to meet deadlines. You still have to be a productive person. Even if you're working for yourself, you still have to be a productive person to make money and live and take care of your kids or take care of your spouse or, or eat food. (laughs) You know, you have to find ways to cope and move forward and learn and grow. And all of those things, have come with a multitude of challenges, so much so that i 'm nearly a hundred i 'm nearly two hundred episodes in on this show, and it feels amazing to not only be able to have that many episodes and talk about that, but maybe I should have saved this for the two hundredth episode jeez, but <laughs> that 's fine. I need this um, but the the point is that. I started to develop this podcast because I felt like it was something that I would have wanted my younger self to have. And I think there are young people and even people my age or older who are still struggling with mental health, who have no ideas how to cope with it, no ideas how to mention it to other people, how to speak about it, how to... um Incorporated into their day-to-day lives to think about it, to not ignore it, to treat it, to talk to doctors, to at least get some semblance of curiosity about something. That's why I talk about some topics that I have not experienced personally, but I want to get you curious. If it's something that resonates with you at least a little bit, it's something that you can kind of take with you in your journey to figure it out. You know, when I was a kid, the first signs that I, I, I knew something was wrong because when I was like, 12 years old, I think, I don't remember, somewhere between 10 and 13, I had attempted to drown myself and I was just a kid and it was very alarming. I felt like I wasn't fitting in anywhere. I wasn't fitting in with school. I felt like I couldn't connect with my parents. Um, you know, I had fun with my sibling, uh, my little sister, uh, my little brother wasn't born yet. Um, and, was enjoying every bit of life that I could, but I just felt like I was disconnected. I felt like I was missing something. I felt like I was just sad often for no reason or didn't have any kind of motivation. I didn't care about stuff. And that was probably the most common sort of judgment that I got from family and close friends was that I just seemed like I didn't care. And... That's the absolute truth. Oh, that noise is like the glade thing, by the way. So it's gonna do that every once in a while. <laughs> it just does a little pst. Um <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Uh you know, I'm I'm in an apartment. Like I'm not trying to like be fancy and like podcast in a closet where it's like perfectly quiet. I've got a fan running, I've got cars going by, like this is life. And, uh, that's like another part of the podcast is like, I want to show you my life or I want you to hear what's part of my life and really feel like you're in the room with me because I'm, I'm hitting the desk. I have my hands on stuff. I'm sliding it across things. I've got the glade thing going. I've got a fan going, you know, you want to feel and listen as if you're in a room, right? Like it feels weird to be like in a studio devoid of of sound. I'm eventually going to get to that point. I'm also making excuses because I don't have a better setup, but (laughs) I think it's fine. uh, Anyway. Um, So when I was a kid, I I felt disconnected. My parents and friends uh, typically would say that I I looked like I didn't care. And I certainly felt like I didn't care. And I felt like I was broken because I didn't care. Um, When I was six or so, my older sister was living with us and we found out that her mother was murdered. And I was six years old being told this and it just kind of didn't, I didn't know how to react, which may be an INTP thing actually also, but I didn't know how to react. Um, I just felt like I didn't feel anything, which sounds sociopathic, but it's not, it wasn't the case at all. I just, I don't know. I just didn't know what to do. And I'm also, I was also six years old, so it doesn't fully relate to, I guess what I'm talking about, but I just, um, I've, I've lacked depth of emotion In terms of day-to-day life, I don't think about stuff like that very often. Um, I don't, even like when I'm feeling deep in mental health stuff, it doesn't really feel emotional. It just feels like void of anything. And that's something that I've experienced from as young as between 10 to 13 years old. So the first experience that I had of, of really feeling like I wasn't alone was finding the book uh, I went to a bookstore and was starting to look through like self-help stuff. And I found the book, an unquiet mind, which was about manic depression, which is what it was called at the time. Now it's bipolar disorder, but I found an unquiet mind. And that was the first book I ever read. That was like, yes, this is me. I feel like there are aspects of this, not a hundred percent. Cause I think she was bipolar too in the book, but I, I, there was like, pl- like huge aspects of this that felt like I identified with the cyclical nature of my mood, um, feeling like I would not have control and kind of snap, but then also feel the other end of the spectrum too, where I just didn't care, didn't experience things naturally, uh, uh, as other people did. So, you know, naturally that comes with a lot of social issues in school. I certainly, I felt like most of my pre 20 year old life was just keeping my head down, I just didn't want to have to deal with emotional complexity. People were trying to hook up with each other. And I'm like, I don't understand what any of you guys are doing. <laughs> it just kind of felt like a camera watching people. It was really uh, weird. I just, I didn't feel like I was human. I felt a little bit alien and disconnected. So um, kind of fast forward to dealing with a lot of issues in relationships from my teens to later in my twenties. Uh, I had a marriage that, that failed and, um, I shouldn't say it failed. It really, it, it, it was, it completed, I guess you can say. And, um, there are things that, uh, you know, we could have worked on, but ultimately it takes two to make a relationship work. And I felt like I was trying to grow and she wasn't, but that's neither here nor there. Um, point being that I, was struggling with relationships throughout most of my life. And I still struggle a little bit um, with certain aspects of relationships, but Molly and I talk about stuff all the time and work through things. But for the most part, being able to, uh, eventually talk through all this stuff and work through it in my head and talk through, talk to people. And then eventually have this podcast and talk through things and be honest about where I'm at and how I'm feeling and not feel this sense of judgment. I mean, to me, this is great because I know people are listening, but I feel this sense of, I don't have to get an immediate response. Like I'm not talking about this stuff and having someone go like, Oh, or, Ah oh, or, all oh, I'm like, I don't need all of that. And I don't want all of that. Um, I like that people can leave reviews or they can leave voice messages and like think about their responses and and all of that stuff but I don't need immediate feedback and that's the nice part about actually doing this podcast. And that's why I feel like I can be open and honest. I don't always do that when I'm with people. Like you know, I'm not always straightforward about where I am uh, emotionally when I'm talking to people, I'm very guarded when it comes to like talking to my parents or close friends who I feel might not fully understand what I'm going through because I don't really want to have to explain a lot to them, it, which is frustrating on its own to have to do that. Um, so I feel like I can continue to have this podcast because I feel like I can progress the story. Like, I don't feel like I need to continue to rehash things. I I certainly will. In some occasions, you know, we, we've got this, this episode, which is basically all about why I have this podcast to begin with. So of course, I'm going to go back and in some instances, when there's a topic that requires going into my past, I will do that and talk about it. But for the most part, you can kind of see that there's like a narrative moving moving forward a little bit that hopefully you can see some growth within me. Hopefully, because of that, you can see some growth within yourself as well. And the the point is that I'm Talking from my own experience, I'm talking about myself, but like indirectly helping people. And I think for me, that is the goal of the podcast. I think it's therapy for me first. It's like 60% therapy, 30% helping people, and like 10% practicing media and being a host and talking more and public speaking and all of that stuff. So, it's really therapeutic for me to continue to do this show. So as long as I'm feeling crappy, I'm going to keep doing this show as long as I can think of episodes and podcast ideas. And honestly, I've got uh, like a massive list of at least 50 more topics to talk about. So as long as I continue to come up with things to talk about or things to add new thoughts to, like we're just going to keep doing this thing. Um, I've been doing less interviews because that's pretty draining, but uh, I think doing interviews occasionally feels good. And if I can find the right topic, I will, but I was getting to a point where I was automating things and getting into like a groove of just interviewing anyone. And I've had a few interviews that just weren't so great. Uh, the topic was kind of rehashing stuff or kind of boring. And honestly, I want this to feel progressive. I want this to feel as if you are a pro a part of this, um, this path of what I'm going through. I've had some people listen to my podcasts from day one. And you can certainly see a difference because I was married when this thing started. And I was going through a lot of stuff when this thing started. And I was in San Diego and my life was very different when this started. So there is progress. And part of that is keeping a log for me, showing my progress, um, maybe my son will listen to this one day, maybe, um, you know, certain family members will listen to this. Maybe some friends will listen to this and start to empathize with me a little bit more or a, a nice side effect too, is that like some people will just kind of learn about me, uh, even close friends and they can maybe ask me more specific questions instead of asking like, how are you feeling? <laughs> Cause... I don't like answering that question. (laughs) It's kind of too broad. Like I'm fine. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, So just like, you know, when someone comes to me and they said like, you know, I listened to that episode about uh, relationships or I listened to that episode about like cognitive dissonance, or I listened to that episode about um, emotional abuse and it really resonated with me. Like, that stuff's really great because it can give us a a specific foot to start on and to talk about. And I'm happy to have those conversations like that's really great. So uh, I'm going to continue to do the show. This is not some sort of like end of the line tribute, but uh, uh, you know, I I really couldn't think of an episode and I kind of needed something to reboot myself a little bit. And um, I just wanted to be able to move forward and uh, uh, keep doing new things. So, that's the plan. I wanted to talk about where I am and uh, why I continue to do this show. And ultimately, it's for me. But secondarily, it is to help people realize that they are not alone in the mental health journey when it comes to being a creative person or when it comes to being someone that is you know, in business in any kind of way or has an entrepreneur uh, mindset and is struggling with it. Because it's hard. Entrepreneurship leads to a lot of difficulties for people who are doing okay mentally. So, if you are dealing with mental health stuff and you are trying to do something on your own, that is a hard road to be on. And point is, I don't want to. I don't want you to feel alone. Uh, It's hard. You can always reach out to me if you need something. Hit me up with a voice message here on Anchor or at Let's Go C Note on all the social channels. Yes, I changed my handles uh, to Let's Go C Note because I want to be more publicly known as C Note. And uh, continue to push that. So um, that's it. If you want to provide some support, I'm working on getting Anchor to s- hit the switch to allow for support on my station. If you want to go provide support on one of my Anchor um, podcasts, you can go to Notes Media Madness on Anchor, which is uh, cnotes.show. And there is a uh, support the show button. And you can pay ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine to show financial support to the podcast uh, for C Notes Media Madness or Dopamine. But Dopamine's not quite ready for that yet. Soon, hopefully, in the next couple of days, that'll be ready, and we can have people um, provide some support because I would love to keep doing this show, and I would definitely do more if there is, um, you know, there are people who are loving it enough to provide financial support. Like that's really freaking rad. So, um, yeah, but for now you can go to patreon.com slash dopamine and leave some love there or go to cnote.media and check out the media courses we have. We have a podcast course and I also have, um, some Myers Briggs related courses there as well. Uh, there's always more things. There's always more stuff. I've got a lot of things I'm trying to figure out which to, which thing to promote on which station, but for the most part, it's hard. Cause like I've got like 6,000 listeners uh, a month and I feel like I just want to promote everything. <laughs> so it's hard, but I appreciate you guys just listening to the show, being here, supporting me, reminding me of the reason why I continue to do, to do this show. And, um, I'm just going to keep going. So uh, let me know if you have any topic suggestions, some ideas, some questions, anything like that. Uh, Or if you want to be interviewed because you do something interesting or you have an interesting backstory, you can always hit me up as well for that. But now that people are starting to mow their lawns, I'm going to end this podcast. So I'll catch you guys later on dopamine.